the Carolina Hurricanes are set to take part in their first preseason game of the preseason tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We preview that game as well as catch up on the Carolina Hurricanes training camp in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Tuesday morning. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And as I mentioned, the Carolina Hurricanes are having their first preseason game tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Hurricanes are one of, and the Lightning are one of the final two teams to start their preseason. Uh, 28 other teams have already played their first preseason game, or in some cases, games. So, ready to get this underway. Uh, obviously, it's the preseason, so, you know, but you know, non-consequential and you know, not something that necessarily that means like a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. But this is going to be a way to kind of uh, gauge where the Hurricanes are at. If you remember in, uh, I think it was day two of training camp, I believe, or it could have been day three as well. I'm, I don't remember exactly. You know, Rod said that, you know, everyone looks good in practice and, you know, you need to get uh, the games going to really start gauging of where you know things need to go and what needs to be worked on. So this is going to be where we can finally start seeing exactly that of what needs to be worked on with this team. And you know, you look at the lineup that the Hurricanes are putting out tonight it is a very, very veteran-heavy lineup. We do have the idea of what lines we're going to be looking at. Obviously things could change uh, between now at 1142 in the morning and uh, come game time tonight. So we do have an idea of what we're going to be looking at there as well as who we're going to be looking at in goal. And as far as defensive pairings, we know the defensive uh, players that are going to be out there. It's just where they're not, where they're going to be shaking out at in the lineup, but I do have a pretty good idea of what we're going to be looking at there. So getting uh, the lineup out of the way. Uh, top line, you are looking at Tabo Teravainen, Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis. Second line, you are looking at Andrei Sveshnikov, Yasmiri Kotanyemi, uh, and Martin Natchez. On the third line, which I somehow forgot to write down, it was... Jesper Foss, Paul Statsny, and Jordan Saul. I totally butchered the order of that, but you guys know how it's going to be. And then on the third, or fourth line, excuse me, again, I forgot to write that third line down, so it's just throwing me off. It is Stormwall, Pedersen, and Poshin. Uh, and then defense-wise, this is how I think we're going to be looking. Uh, forwards, yeah, that's I expect that to be how things go out there. I, I really do. That's 
at least you know for the top three lines that's probably what we'll be looking at come regular season wise you know obviously when max patch comes back change up a little bit and then you never know who could end up making the lineup uh or making the roster excuse me for opening night so this is what i'm thinking you know with defense uh I think your top pairing tonight will be Brady Shea and Brett Pesci. I think that'll be your number one defensive pairing. Uh, then on your second pairing, you have Jalen Chatfield and Dylan Coglin. I think that's what we'll be looking at there. I think that is a, a one that we could really see come regular season. Uh, obviously, you know, we are pretty loaded down there for that third defensive pairing as far as what we could be dealing with. But I do think that is a combination that we could realistically end up seeing. So I do expect to see those two get a fair amount of ice time together tonight. And then on the third pairing is Griffin Mandel and, and Tony Honka. Honka, excuse me, totally butchered uh, pronouncing that. I don't know what happened. I just choked on my own tongue. But I know Honka, he's been one that a lot of folks have been excited to see, a prospect that a lot of folks are fond of. So I'm sure you know folks are going to enjoy watching him tonight as well. And then as far as in net goes, it is projected to be Frederick Anderson. He's looking to go the full 60 minutes as well. This will be the first time we've getting we will be able to see him since he tore his, I believe it was MCL in Denver. Uh, towards the end of the regular season so this will be uh, a welcome return obviously to be able to see freddie back and one thing that or two things that i did find very interesting is one they're wearing their white jerseys at home i guess they're just saving the black ones uh, for opening night i assume but that was a little interesting uh while i was going through the game notes uh and seeing that they're wearing those tonight that that's going to be interesting, uh, but you know it is what it is. There, uh, it's just a jersey. It doesn't really make much difference. But uh, one thing uh, they obviously have, you know, the injuries. Brian Suzuki, uh, he's out. Max Pacioretty's out. Uh, Fitzgerald's out. But and obviously it gives the reasons for these. Um, but you know, one that was obviously on the uh, injured list was Jake Gardner. And if you remember, you know he had that quote unquote setback uh, in terms of getting by. That's why he wasn't on the training camp roster, but he was listed as an upper body injury. Given it literally just says upper body. So it could be anything. It could be anything upper body related. But if you do remember correctly, yeah, it, he was having issues with his back that had to have surgery. So if it were me, I'd probably say, yeah, he's just having more back issues. And that would just be me. But again, that's pure speculation there. But he is listed as an upper body injury. So that does give us some indication of what's going on with him. But, uh, you know, that that is what it is, really. Uh, you know, we'll see how he shakes out in terms of his recovery. We talked about it about as much as we can uh, as far as what could potentially happen with Jake Gardner. But, you know, looking at this game tonight, again, it is a preseason game. So it's not something I you know, put a whole lot of stock into. And then the Hurricanes, again, they are going with a very veteran heavy lineup tonight. And I expect, you know, this to kind of be an effort to 
shake off off season rust and kind of get back in the swing of things. That's kind of what I'm expecting out of this game. Again, uh, you know, like Rod said, you know, everyone looks good in practice. You've got to really start getting out there and playing games to see how things really are. So I'm not, it's kind of how I see this game. This is one where you kind of shake off some rust. That's how I'm looking at this one. And then you're getting some of these younger guys uh, and, you know, some, get them some action, you know, out there. That's kind of going to be big there. Get And then also, I uh, totally just thought about this, you know, Paul Statsny. You know, this is going to be the first time, you know, we're seeing him suit up in a Hurricanes uniform. Yes, it's a preseason game, but we're going to be able to see him suit up and, you know, kind of develop some chemistry with, what will probably be his line mates in Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fossa. I think that's going to be something that's really important tonight. And it's just kind of getting back in the swing of things. That's that's how I'm looking at this game. You know, obviously, uh, I want them to win, of course. But, you know, it is a preseason game. And, you know, I, I that's how I'm looking at this. It's shaking off rust, getting these new guys some action out there and then really moving forward of what needs to be worked on, whether it's power play, whether it's you know, forechecking, backchecking, whatever it may be you know, that uh, comes out you know, after this game that doesn't look good or whatever it may be. Again, the game hasn't happened yet. It's still several, several hours away. So that's how I'm looking at this game. You know, you know work on the strengths that do go well in this game and then nip some of those problems in the bud. Again, whatever it may end up being, you know, there's no telling again, the game hasn't happened yet. So that's how I'm looking at this game. Obviously again, you want to win, but yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. Again, it's preseason veteran heavy lineup. I'm not expecting too much out of this, but it's going to be at the end of the day, it's going to be fun to have Hurricanes hockey back. Like, you know, if you want to watch the game, you can obviously go to the game. If you're able to, you can watch it on the Hurricanes website. You can listen on 99.9, whether it's the actual radio or the app, whatever it may be. You know, enjoy the game tonight, folks. That's the big thing that I'm telling you guys to do. Again, it's preseason. The world ain't going to end if they lose. It's preseason. Just enjoy the game. Enjoy getting to see. Your favorite players back out there. Again, veteran heavy lineup. A lot of folks are going to be out there. Enjoy seeing these new guys and just have fun. That's the big thing with this game, fans. Yeah, just just enjoy the game. You know, don't act like the world is ending if they lose. <laughs> but you know, Carolina Hurricanes training camp has also been going on these past two days. We had Day four and day five, we got to hear from Rod Brindamore both days, and the Hurricanes also made their first round of roster cuts on day four, and we will dive into those roster cuts as well as hearing from Rod on both days right after this quick break. Now, folks, hockey season is right around the corner. It's less than a month away, so if you're wanting to place your bets on the Carolina Hurricanes or Football, yeah, that's going on as well. Carolina Panthers, NC State, whatever it may be, Bet Online is the place for you. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, 
news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find again whether it's hockey football baseball basketball whatever it may be betonline.net has you covered and as always bet online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events including mlb mma boxing golf wrestling and of course hockey so head over to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts now as i mentioned the carolina hurricanes did make their first round of roster cuts on saturday so or excuse me sunday i totally messed that up but they made their first round of roster cuts over the weekend this is something that you knew was going to be happening it's training camp yeah you knew you knew it was coming and yeah, you know, now the roster is down to 49 players. So they uh, sent three guys back to their respective junior teams. They sent Bobby Orr back to his team, Bryce Montgomery, and Jacob Vrondas uh, back to his team as well. So uh, again, you know, it, it's something you know is going to happen. You, you know it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, something that's gotta it's gotta happen it's part of the business uh and you knew these guys you know rod said you know uh, i think on day two you know guys haven't not made the team and then guys uh hadn't made the team yet Uh, and now you got guys that haven't made the team and these were all very young prospects so you know you fit, you knew stuff like this was gonna happen. You knew prospects are gonna be going back to their junior teams. You knew it, and you know it's not something that I look too much into. You know, it, uh, it's I doubt it's gonna happen. You know, but you know, say like you know, a guy like Seth Jarvis got sent back to his junior team, then, then I would be like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> but you know, again, that's not gonna happen, and or at least I'd like to think it's not going to happen. But again, he hasn't said that anyone legitimately has made the team. So, yeah, it, it's something that, again, you know, it happens part of the business. You know, prospects are going to get sent back. And, you know, before we know it, you know, there's going to be names that we recognize uh, more so that are getting sent back to their respective junior teams, AHL teams, European teams, or whatever it may be. This stuff like that is going to happen again. Yeah, uh, it's, we'll probably see another round of roster cuts here in the next uh, couple days. You know, especially you know, with the first seat with the first preseason game uh, having happened at that point. So, again, not something I look into too much. Being, you know, it's going to happen. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. And of course, you know, we did get to hear from Rod on both. Sunday and Monday, and we'll hear what he had on Sunday right now. Yeah, I think every day has been pretty good. Guys work hard, so it's been good. What have you seen out of Dylan for a newcomer? Well, it's kind of what we talked about yesterday. I mean, it's hard to really assess guys from practice, but um, a lot of questions, which is good. That means he's thinking about what we're doing, and um, you know, I think uh, we'll, we'll know more after we play, and that's when the real test is to see how how things are rolling. But um, you know, so far he's got the heavy shot, which I like, and 
Um, seems to move pretty well too. So that's uh, yeah, been it, so far. I've been good. I mean, so much was made of the, in the Pacioretty trade about bringing him in, and, and Todd seemed to be kind it's of kind of an afterthought. It, it, it's huge. D D man number one, and a D man that can move and mobile and can, you know, looks like he can run a power play. So there's there's a lot of like lot to like there. Well, it helps when you have a group that gets it. And the older guys are really good about making sure that anyone that gets brought in kind of it feels comfortable, whether it be systems, whether it be just getting used to the area. You know, I, th I think our guys take care of that pretty well. well and on the ice, they come with some different experiences. Some things they're trying to work through to make sure they understand the system. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I think, again, because most of the guys we brought in have, have been around, it's, it's, you know, there's tweaks here or there, there's verbiage that are a little bit different, there's a little more aggression to maybe some or not so much, but everybody's, you play hockey, you, there's nothing really too new, it's just maybe, like I said, maybe you're more aggressive here than they're used to, okay, but it's the same stuff, so there's not a lot. I think that's a lot of different. It's just, you know, little details here and there. The first exhibition game, a lot of young guys. Uh, probably, maybe not, actually. Um, I, 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 right now, anyway, I'm thinking I might have more of the veteran guys play the first one because we go on the road for two and probably not bring them on the road. Right. It's kind of what I'm thinking right now. All right. Thanks, Rod. So, as you heard, you know, Rod, you know, is planning you know, on Sunday to be playing a more veteran-heavy lineup tonight, and that's what we're getting. So, really, no surprises there. And, and you know, as yeah, you know, he mentioned, you know, a lot of veteran guys here. You know, uh, now, so you know, they get how it goes, and I think that's you know one of the things that have you know, as I've talked about here, and you know, other folks I've discussed, you know. As far as you know, who's gonna be making the team? You know, you you got a lot of veteran guys here that all have cases that can be made as to why they should or in some cases shouldn't be on the team. So you got all those cases made. And then of course Jay's talking about Dylan Coglin. You know, we talked about him some already, you know, because he has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle almost, you know, with the Pacioretty trade. Uh, and him coming in on that as well. And you know, he's been a guy like, all right, is he going to be in the lineup? Is, is he not going to be, you know, right now we're kind of thinking, you know, he'll kind of like cycle in and out, you know, on that third defensive pairing. But, you know, he's playing tonight. You know, I'm projecting him to be paired with Jalen Chatfield because, again, I do think that is a pairing that we could legitimately see this season. So, you know, you look at that and it, you know, I'm really looking forward to what we can see out of him because I think, you know, you know, aside from that bottom line, you know, on the forward groups, you kind of you kind of figure where everything's gonna slot out there. And you know, defensive wise, you know, same with those top two pairings. But again, as we've been talking, you know, here a lot as of late, you know, that third defensive pairing is that is what's getting all the conversations and the tweets and the traction and all that. That's what everyone's talking about because there's so much going on there. Again, Dylan Coughlin, Jalen Chatfield, Calvin DeHaan, and I'm totally blanking on another name, but what is, who am I missing? 
uh, or no, Ethan Bear. Yeah, that's who it was. Uh, but you know, those are gonna be like the four guys, you know, that you're that could realistically like be here. And then of course, you know, when Jake Gardner, you know, comes back, if he comes back and you know, five guys right there for two roster spots, you have three, you know, if you want to include, you know, that extra spot that you know that like we had last year. So you know, this is gonna be very interesting uh for Cog uh, especially for Chatfield. Uh and yeah, you know, uh, this is one that I really think you know that's where a lot of people are going to be watching. Obviously, they're going to be watching the other guys as well. You know, like Paul Statsny, you know, he's probably again, like I said, you know, I think that's probably where he's going to be slotting in come you know regular season time there on that third line with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Faust. But you know, so people are going to be watching that. But and then Jesper Kuntjemi at the uh, second line center position. But yeah. You know, I think you know, a lot of folks are going to be looking at that defensive pairing right there to see how that shakes out because, again, I think that is one that we can legitimately see this year. Uh, and maybe opening night we could see that. But ultimately, time is going to tell on that. But you know, we also heard from Rod yesterday afternoon as well, or morning rather, actually, uh, after training camp. And this is what Rod had to say yesterday looking forward to finally getting on the ice tomorrow and just getting a yeah. better evaluation of something i think so i mean i think guys are kind of had five days of practice now so they like to, they all want to play so it's uh, kind of getting that mode and then that's the last phase of you know what we've been doing here is to get playing now so um Good to see some guys in action for sure. Freddie tomorrow. Uh, well, we're not 100 sure how we're doing the goalies. Yeah, I want to get them each couple games, so we'll chat with them now and make sure they're you know this is the, how we want to set it up. But we'll probably get him in tomorrow is probably what'll happen. Are you concerned about the games going down to Florida with the storm? And well, I think and... I mean we're not going to go if if we can't go. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing we can control about it. I mean, I'm more concerned about the people down there. You know, obviously, when something like this is going on, it's, it seems every time this time of year, uh, it, it gets somebody. You know, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Marty said there was a day off on the line for that shootout attempt. Is that right? Did you uh, that? Yeah, they, they get a lot of days off. So <laughs> I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that that's exactly what was going going on. Among all the depth you have here, Derek Stepan is back, which I find. Really interesting. He played well for you last year, and I just spoke to him. He said, you know, <clears throat> I want to be here, but more than that, I've actually embraced the role that I'm not the player I was. I think I can thrive in the role that I could play this year. Is that part of what you hope happens with him? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we, like you, you, you basically said it. I mean, I think he was good for us. I think he knows that um, he's not going to be that top-line, second-line, top-line kind of player anymore, but he's got a value. and because he has uh, experience and he knows how to play. And, uh, you know, that, that, that leadership role that he's plays, I think, is really important, and I think he understands that. And yet it's really tough because this forward group has a yeah. crazy amount of depth. Well, that is going to be an interesting decision when we all get down to it because there's a lot of, a lot of good players that, you know, not enough spots. So same thing on the blue line, right? We're, we're going to have some tough decisions to make, but 
I think all the good teams, and that's kind of what they go through. And you got, you got, you know, a lot of competition going on out here. Yeah. So with Rod yesterday, yeah, again, yeah, games down in Florida, kind of up in the air right now of what's going to happen in terms, you know, with that storm coming through there. So yeah, that's kind of one. You know, we'll go with that. You know, as details come out uh you know in terms of the hurricanes going down to florida to play but you know in, in listening you know, to what he you know, had to say there you know i think that you know the Derek stepan situation is very interesting you know, another guy on a pto guy that you know knows his role now he isn't one that's you know, trying to be, you know, something he's not at this point in the, his career. You know, you see that in a lot of sports guys, you know, have trouble accepting the fact that they aren't the player they once was. And that isn't the case with Derek Stepan. And he did play really good for the team last year. And I do think there is a legitimate shot, you know, for him to be getting himself a contract. I've speculated before, you know, could it be you know, potentially a two-way contract similar to what Ryan Dezingle signed? Uh, and, you know, so that way, you know, he's still in the system, you know, because I think, you know, he could bring a lot to the organization helping develop, you know, some of those younger guys, you know, down in Chicago, whether or not, you know, that's something he would do of signing a two-way deal. I don't know that that's between him, his agent and the Hurricanes of whether or not that's something he would do as far as signing a two-way deal. Uh, but, you know, I, again, you know, he's a guy I think, you know, really could make the roster, you know, again, like Calvin DeHaan. Yeah, I think, you know, he would definitely add some value, you know, DeHaan's case on that third pairing, step on there on that bottom line. I, I think it's there, you know, and it's just whether or not, you know, things shake out that way. And Rod said, you know, at the time, you know, goalie-wise kind of wasn't sure what he was going to be doing. Yeah, but since then, you know, we do know, hey, it's probably going to be Freddie Anderson tonight. Uh, one of the prospects is backing him up. Bronta, you know, isn't, you know, he's got the night off, essentially. Uh, so, you know, you kind of figured that was going to be the case there. Both of those guys probably get, uh, you know, two games apiece is uh, kind of what the plan seems to be. That's how it was last year. Since how it be, tends to be how it is most preseasons uh but you know we'll see how things shake out there you know again freddie's projected play the full 60 tonight and you know it, it it's preseason you know i think as i mentioned at the top of the episode veteran heavy lineup tonight i think it's going to be a lot of shaking off off-season rust off-season bad habits i think that's going to be a lot of this game tonight and then yes very you know, starting to get comfortable in his new role on the second line center position, Paul Statsny, uh, you know, starting to slot in where I think he's going to be. And then, you know, Chatfield and Coughlin, you know, trying to shake out, make their case for the season. And then big thing, of course, these new guys, uh, getting them some game experience because again, everyone looks good in practice. You got to start playing games, to really see what you need to work on strengths that you have and don't have. And that's something we'll get to see after tonight. And I'm again, it's preseason, not holding a whole lot of stock into this game, but 
the world isn't going to be over if they lose. It is just preseason. This is really just a way to you know, just extension of camp and just continue to develop these young guys and work on what you need to work on. That's the big thing with this. You know, as long as nothing goes too, too bad, as long as it's not like 10 nothing or something like that, I think we'll be all right. You know, but in the meantime, make sure you're following Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Subscribe on YouTube because tomorrow we will be going over what happens in this game tonight. Whether it was a win, it was a loss, what went good, what went bad, who stood out in good ways and bad ways. We'll talk about it all in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Hurricanes, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.